This episode is brought to you by the Accountability Club. Are you struggling to find time to work on your business and need some accountability? The Accountability Club is a space for weight-inclusive innovators to dedicate time each month to work on their business. In this space, you'll be in a supportive community with like-minded professionals completing those $1,000 tasks that keep falling to the back burner and are keeping you from leveling up in your business. Registration is now open for the last quarter of the year. Finish the quarter strong. We have October, November, and December coming up. Do the work with three months of co-working sessions once a week on Wednesdays. Get support with monthly group business coaching sessions and be in community with other weight-inclusive bosses in our private Slack channel and with weekly check-ins. Head on over to weightinclusiveinnovators.com slash accountability hyphen club to register today. We're in this together to make weight-inclusive care more accessible, and it starts with our businesses. We'd love to see you there. Welcome to the Weight Inclusive Innovators Podcast. My name's Hannah Turnbull. And I'm Morgan Sinclair. We're two non-diet dietitians, entrepreneurs, and Enneagram 7s here to talk shop about the business side of things. From managing a team of clinicians, to building a cohesive brand, to figuring out how the heck to pay yourself, we get deep down in it, talking about what it actually takes to start, run, and grow your weight-inclusive business, the good and the messy. We know your degree didn't include any business classes, at least not any applicable to what you're doing now as an entrepreneur. This is why we're on a mission to bring business education to other weight-inclusive clinicians. Say sayonara to all the hours spent on Google and hello to information that is actually relevant. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast. Today, we're going to be chatting about how quarter three went for each of us and what we are hoping to get out of quarter four. But before we dive into today's episode, we're going to do a little check-in that I saw on TikTok and sent to Hannah and she liked it too. So it's called- We love a trend. We do. So we'll see how long this sticks, but we're doing it this week. It is called the weekly report, where each letter in the word report stands for something different. We did change one of them because we wanted to incorporate business like a little bit in here. So R is for reading, E is for eating, P is for playing, O is for obsessing, R is for recommending, and T is for talking shop. So fun. So fun, right? I know. I was like, oh, I like this little check-in. And so uh, for me, R reading, I'm reading two books right now. The first one is called Yellow Face by Rebecca Kwong. And then I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. Yellow Face was a book club book and I was supposed to have it read by last Thursday and I didn't, but I'm like 50% of the way through. And so I'm just going to continue to chug along and finish it. Love it. Everyone sent their like one sentence recap in our group text. So I'll just go back and read that after I finish the book. Eating. I uh, ate some really fun pasta from Italy yesterday. My mom ordered a like full on massive box of pastas that were shipped from Italy. And she gave me some of them <laughs> a couple months ago. Um, was it so good? Oh, my God, it was so good. So I've, I've been eating the pasta, but there was a, a new shape that I haven't tried yet. And it literally looks like a like a little twirly shoelace ringlet curl. It was fun. Like your hair cute like my hair exactly exactly it was really good it like i because i was doing like butter noodles with some parmesan crushed red pepper flakes and honey that's been like my go-to 
Um, that sounds fire. And the like curls and the pasta held all of the like Oof. yes elements in very well. So that was lovely. Playing, I uh, have been on the side of TikTok where everyone's making coffee table books from their most recent trips. And there's like a famous book, book brand that does like travel-based photography, but people are just making it with their own photos. And I was like, I literally have over a thousand pictures from a photographer from Italy. And so I'm currently playing around with making my own Italy coffee table book. Um, That's so cute. And what a fun memorabilia book like yeah so awesome. exactly and i'm sure exactly. it'll be beautiful i am currently obsessing over the witch's brew kit cats what is this so i bought one of those like bags of halloween candy that had like a bunch of different things in it and it was like kit- there's two different kinds of kit cats reese's cookies and cream hershey's bar oh yeah and uh I didn't realize that they were like all limited edition Halloween flavors. And so there's Kit Kats that are called like Witch's Brew and they're green. Like the 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 coating on the outside is green. And I cannot for the life of me pinpoint the flavor of it, but they taste like no other Kit Kat that I've ever had before. And they're very good. Did you Google it? No. Hold please. Um, That's very fun. I was going to ask if it's specific, like you got the pumpkins that are Reese's. So there's pumpkins and there's, I think, bats <gasps> i know that's so fun okay listen all the holiday reese's are superior <gasps> to the regular marshmallow flavored cream that's why they're oh. so good whoa yeah white cream candy bars covered in marshmallow flavored cream Yummy. which might be the same one as like the white ones the white kit kats i don't know I think, they taste I the white kit kats were just white chocolate white chocolate yeah mm-hmm. Now we need to do a taste test. Well, there's also white ones in the bag. They're really good. If okay, they, didn't, if they wouldn't melt, I would send them to you. But you can also probably go to your when you come when you come to um, Denver. You can bring one. Girl, those are not going to make it through my Seattle trip first. <laughs> those are coming with me to Seattle. They're going to be eaten. <laughs> That's super fair. Okay, I am have been recommending newly a lot. I have sent out my referral code at least like four times over the last month (laughs) Um, because I had a really fun newly order for a Mexico City trip. And then I just wore it around Houston too. And um, I got a lot of compliments on my outfit. And so I've been sending people the code. And then I just got my new uh, newly order last night. And five out of the six pieces worked really well and will be coming with me on my trip to Seattle and Denver. Okay. My sustainability heart loves this concept yes. of like not having to buy outfits for occasions and getting to like wear what's already in the world and it be very nice clothing unless you're like looking for staples that you're going to wear until they're like raggy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I have complaints though, because not with mm-hmm. Newly, I haven't used Newly yet, but I went through Rent the Runway for a dress for a wedding in Mexico mm-hmm. and their turnaround time is so fucking short and I couldn't ship from Mexico back to the US in the time frame so I got double charged which was not fun. Hmm. And so I is my question TLDR is does newly have extended time you can keep stuff or is it just for period of time what's the what's you get it for a whole month. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. And then I wonder if you can ship from Mexico too, because I need, I need a dress for a wedding. Mm. So I'm trying to figure out my options. Um, Probably not. Well, maybe you could reach out to them. So the way that it works is you'll also love this. They use sustainable boxes. Oh, I do love that. <gasps> oh, I've seen one of those at my building. And it's made out of uh, recycled plastics. Okay. But then they send you your return label as well. That is so awesome. I don't know. You might have to like, you might have to pay for your own shipping back, but I imagine you could probably still ship it. Okay. Okay. I might need your code. We'll talk offline. We'll put it in the show notes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And then talking shop. So uh, the thing that's been most on my mind happened last night. I... uh, Really wanted to go to a 6.45 workout class, but I had a meeting from 5.30 to 6.30. And so I just went to the gym early because they have a whole little section that you can sit and work from, which is lovely. Amazing. So got there early, had my meeting, was like packing up my bag to go put it in the lockers, so I could go to my class. And this girl starts walking towards me and she was like, this is going to be super random. And I'm so sorry to just like approach you like this, but you look really familiar do you own a company called the eating expedition by chance? And I was like, yes, I do. Hi, I'm Morgan. Oh my God. It's so nice to meet you. We had so many random points of connection. We're going to go get coffee whenever I'm back from my trip, but she follows the eating expedition because she knows a girl that went on the trip last year. She randomly had visited the church that I currently go to. And I like stand up and do the announcements every Sunday. So she's like, maybe I recognize you from that. And she just started working at a quip. Eating disorder. Amazing. <laughs> what? Clearly the universe like needed us to meet because three random things about our lives are all interconnecting right now. That is so bizarre and very cool. And also this person should go on your trip. Yes. Well, (laughs) it at least sold out. We'll get to that. Um, But maybe, maybe Mexico City. And so, yeah, it was just like one of the coolest moments where I'm like, is this what it's like to be famous? To have random people approach you in random places and be like, you look like that one girl. And And then you're like, it's me. (laughs) I am that girl. That's so awesome. That's so fun. It was so fun. It was, yeah, it was like a really cool moment. I love when people put themselves out there and go talk to people too. I think that's very cool. Same, 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 same. But anyhow, that's my weekly report. What's your weekly report? Great report. Um, What I'm reading, I am currently into audiobooks very much. I do not have the attention span to put my eyes on paper unless I'm like in the van, in the mountains, have no other distractions. So really enjoying audiobooks to start. And one that I'm reading right now is called Women Talk Money by Rebecca Walker. It is so good. It's short stories of women from all walks of life with different identities. And it's a lot of artsy folks who are very good writers and very good storytellers. And I'm super enjoying listening to their, their different stories. Um, Sonia Renee Taylor is in there. And mm. if you don't know her work, she's an excellent poet and advocate in our space. And she's just fucking amazing. Um, it's not a money book in a sense where you're like, this is how you invest or anything like that. It's just like, let's talk about 
where our relationship with money started. And here's how this showed up in my life. Like there's one woman who talks about an illness that wiped out her finances. And luckily she came from a privileged place where she had a lot of savings and bought a house and like the eighties. And that was really protective for her, but she's wondering about other people who aren't so fortunate. And then there's a woman who had a startup and just ran herself into the ground and it ended up not, I don't want to say failing because sometimes they just don't come to fruition and they're good for a while. And how she found like traveling and going on trips to connect with herself and like so many good, 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 good stories. So highly recommend. I am eating this week. I had, we have date night every Tuesday, me and my partner, and we like have very intentional time to talk about our relationship and work in our relationship. And we just finished the eight dates book, which highly recommend for people who want to have like structured conversations in your relationship. It's so good. It's by the Gottmans. Um, And last night we went to Barcelona, which is like this yummy Spanish tapas place. It's in most major cities actually. And we just had like the best time and it was so good. And I'm just remembering how yummy the jamón croquettes were. So good. Those were eaten on the reg when I was in Madrid. Jamón croquettes were so good. Yes. So good. My playing is climbing. So I've kind of been in and out of climbing for the last couple of months just with being on the road, but I've been back in Denver the last couple of weeks and able to get into a routine and I really missed it. It's so fun and it's like the perfect amount of adrenaline and risk. I've been talking about this a lot because I'm really, I have a high risk tolerance, but adrenaline and like putting myself in physical risk I have a cap, like maybe more than average, but I know some people who really just like run with it. For example, I skydived when I was 18 and I did not like it. And that's like where I learned I have an edge. But climbing is like my perfect, I can have a little fall and be like, wee, and not have like an anxious meltdown. So I'm really enjoying playing with climbing. I'm obsessed for my O with the Mexico trip. My partner and I are planning. I'll tell you all the deets when we talk about our quarter next quarter. I'm just going to plant the seed there. I am recommending to people to have slow ass mornings. Oh my gosh. Especially on a Monday. Like I will not be touching my computer until 10. And I have realized how important it is for me to have my time in the morning to journal, to read, to work on Spanish, to take the dogs for a walk and like have a slow morning where it feels like I'm not checking off my to-do list. I talked about this a lot in the accountability club this week. I just really love the, I'm going to say unstructured time, even though I know I'm listing out these tasky things, but those are just what I want to do or want to be able to do if I want in that time. And so having like a good at minimum two hours in the morning to myself before jumping into the workday, I'm just like, fuck yes, highly recommend. I am right there with you. Most of my slow mornings have not looked like doing anything productive, but rather just like lingering in bed a little bit longer because I can. Yes. That is one of the top benefits that I have found of working for yourself is like, well, and being single and not having any dependents. (laughs) We're like, I literally, I usually, I've been setting my alarm for like 730 and I'll just like, slowly wake up sometime between 6 45 and 7 30 sometimes I 
reset my alarm for 30 more minutes to get a little bit more sleep in. Scroll through TikTok. It's just been lovely. I'm like, is this productive? No. Is this good for my soul? Thousand percent. Well, it kind of speaks to the ways we're compensated as business owners, as humans, whatever. Like time is a major form of compensation where you don't have to be in a grind working for somebody else from eight to six, Monday through Friday. And that's like a fuck you to capitalism. And it's very awesome. We love a slow morning. We also understand the privilege of it. And then my tea, my talking shop for business stuff is I got my PL statement, my profit and loss from my accounting team this morning. And August is the first time that we had a six figure revenue month at Nourished. Whoop, whoop. Which Heck is yeah. crazy. That's part of it insane. is we had outstanding claims that finally got paid. So, and I also share this not to be like, oh my God, six figures, because we all know expenses, all that stuff. Like, that doesn't mean I had a ton of profit. But it's just so interesting, like feels like hitting a milestone. Totally. And I don't know if we'll maintain it in this economy right now. But it was very cool to be like, wow, the company made $100,000 in one month last yeah. month. That's crazy. Yeah. That's feels, very that cool. has to feel so good. I hope you ride that high for a while. Thanks. I will try. I will try to remember that whenever the next few months will probably be lower. <laughs> What is it like one step forward, three steps back? Kind of uh, <laughs> it sure is. So that's my report. Hope you enjoy. Cool. You ready to dive into today's episode? Let's do it. These episodes are seriously so fun for me. I know we probably say that every time we do these, but the TLDR is that we set these and like some of them get transferred over into my like actual goal planning. But then like I looked at some of these and I was like, that was on my list. Like what? <laughs> Which is fine. There's there's supposed to be ebbs and flows with with business stuff. I also feel like these we do these in such a good cadence, like quarterly. So every 12-ish weeks, I think we get re-excited about it of like, okay, what did we accomplish these last three months? And like It's just helpful to have the intentional reflection time. And it's also, like you said, very flexible. Like sometimes we move them over. Sometimes we do extra things. Like sometimes we try things and we're like, yeah, that didn't happen. And it's definitely not going into the next quarter. I have no more motivation to do that anymore. Yep. That does happen too. (laughs) I'll go ahead and kick us off. So Morgan Sinclair Designs in Q3. So these were the things that I set at the end of Q2 that I wanted to get done for Q3. Continue with two branding and website clients per month. Launch my show it website template shop. Launch designer for a day and revamp my website. I consistently had one to two clients a month. So my like ideal cadence and I feel like I'm still trying to figure this out. It's very similar to like figuring out like how many clients you want to see in a week. Like what number feels good for you. I think my ideal is to like onboard a new client like the first week and the third week of every month because most of my projects are about eight to ten weeks per client and so that would leave me with about four clients total a month makes sense I haven't hit that in a while it's been consistently less than that it's usually been between one and three but financially that's not where I want to be so and I have I think I have the creative capacity to take on more so I made that one a yellow 
Two is launching my show at website template shop. Green, I did it. It launched a few weeks ago. I've been working on this since the beginning of June, went through around the beta testing, actually launched the templates. Uh, they're the first template and it's been really exciting. Third is launching designer for a day. I like kind of did this. It's technically a service on my website. So probably yellow, I guess, but I'm like not marketing it, but it's there. If someone wants to hire me for a day to be their designer, I have the Calendly link where they can claim their day and pay the initial deposit for it. So it's there. People want it. And then revamping my website. I, this, I forgot that I put this on the list. I ended up revamping my homepage in Mexico City. So yay for yay done without actually realizing that it was on this list. Um, But yeah, I redid my homepage. I think it feels way more like me. I love the layout and flow of it. I think it lays out everything that I do really nicely. And I am obsessed with my brand pictures still that I got done in April. Um, how are you feeling overall about what you were able to do in Morgan Sinclair designs? Like, is there a word you could associate with how you feel or is there like a a scale of one to 10? Oh, uh, (laughs) well, you know how much I hate one word and like to hyphenate words to make them one words. And so it might actually be one word. I don't know if it is forward thinking, I think is the word that I'm using, Um, which kind of leads into my Q4 projections. So I started working with a business coach this quarter. And now that I have the template shop launch and there's like an in-between price point between like freebies and then hiring me one-on-one, I know I mentioned this on the podcast a couple of times that I was like, my prices feel good. Well, I did a nice little financial exercise with my business coach and uh, I will be raising my prices. Love that. We love to fucking hear it. Uh, I know. I know. She was like, she's like, I did a little bit of market research for you, which she like loves the analytics side of things. And I'm such a feelings-based girly. And I was like, my prices feel good. And then she was like, yeah, but this is how much money you want to make. And you're not even close to making that with your current prices. And by the way, here's other people that are doing branding and web design and copywriting. And she's like, she's like, your branding is pretty on par with everything else. She's like, but Morgan, you're literally writing people's website copy for them. Like you could double, I'm not going to double my cost for website, but she was like, with doing copywriting, you could double your cost for copywriting because it's two very big services that you're combining into one. 100%. And the way you have to think about it is how you're saving the business owner's time by doing both of those things for them. Yeah. So 100, 100, 100. Saving them time and like, writing copy in a way that they're like they're going to get better referrals or they're going to get better client inquiries because they are so clear on their website through the copywriting and their website looks so aesthetically good and easy to navigate that it's going to eliminate that barrier so love it um projection is to continue uh, working towards two branding and website clients per month with the new prices i need to figure out like a little how I'm going to price that out of like, if you book now for the end of the year, you get current prices and then we'll raise them in 2024. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do with that yet. Um, my goal is to launch two more website templates. I have both of them mocked up. I have one of them built out and then I'm working on scripts for all of the videos right now. Third is remain consistent with email marketing and Instagram content. So I'm going to continue working with my copywriter 
Yes. You have been fucking crushing that. I wish that was on your goals for last. Um, I wish it was too. On last quarter. <laughs> you were so consistent. Like every time, and I've been reading all your emails too. Like they're good. It, it's like yep. psychology. It makes me want to read them. I would read them anyway, but like, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to read what this says because they've been really good. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I can't take credit for all of them. Kendall has written some of them, but I have also written some of them. So I would love to know if anyone can tell the difference between the ones that Kendall has written and the ones that I've written, because if you can't, that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so having having her, the emails that she's written for me, I literally am just pulling stuff from the emails and turning it into social media content. I made a big switch on social media this past month where I created an Instagram account for Weight Inclusive Business Academy. I posted like a couple of things and then I like forgot about it because I just like wasn't doing anything with Weight Inclusive Business Academy. I logged back in a couple months later and there was over a thousand followers on it. And I was like, ah, interesting. Okay, well, clearly there's a need if people are looking looking for this, yada, yada, yada. And I was in this weird headspace of like, I want to showcase client work. I want to showcase template. I don't just want to do Weight Inclusive Business Academy. So I switch that handle to just Morgan Sinclair Designs, where cool. it now houses all client projects, all website template stuff, and education for Weight Inclusive Business Academy. And it feels good. And it's made being consistent on there way easier because I feel like I actually have direction and like things that I want to share. I love that. I think that's awesome and efficient and it's all connected and makes sense. Thank you. I agree. Appreciate it. So yes, I want to remain consistent with that. And then... Uh, I feel like I have enough online products now that I can do a Black Friday sale. And so I want to play around with that and see what that looks like and how I can structure that. And the planning for that starts like now. Like I'm already talking to Kendall of like writing copy for Black Friday and working with my business coach to figure out offers. That totally makes sense. That is like six weeks away. Not even. Maybe more. 12 weeks. Uh, 10 weeks. 10 weeks. Yeah. Ish. Time fucking flies. So love yes. that you're getting ahead of it. All right. Moving on to Weight Inclusive Business Academy. In Q3, my hope was to launch the business blueprint assessment and to launch two lessons a month. I did not launch the blue business blueprint assessment. I launched some lessons, but definitely not two a month. My Q4 projection is to launch two lessons a month. The only reason that I feel even remotely capable of doing that is to I outsource two of the lessons. So I'm going to have a guest for two of the lessons, which is even exciting and really fun. And they're all about burnout whenever you are like in the space where you're like working a full-time job, ready to take the leap into working for yourself full-time. And I uh, know it's a very important business topic to talk about and one that I feel like I do not have the answers for. And so, yeah, I outsourced it. And so both of those will be launching this quarter. Ooh, ominous. We'll see who um, it is. Yeah, Love it. I know. All right. For the eating expedition, my first one was host a trip with like four question marks because I was supposed to be heading to Italy next week for a the Northern Italy trip. I made this one green because I made the decision to postpone it. And that was a hard decision, but it's green because I'm really proud of myself. We accept it. We accept your green check Thank mark. Thank you. And then set the dates for 2024 trip. Uh, this one is also green because not only did I set the dates for my 2024 Northern Italy trip, I also set the dates for the 2024 Mexico City trip and I sold out the Northern Italy trip. So that should be like green plus, plus, plus. 
Um, yes. <laughs> so, so awesome. all around for the expedition. My Q4 projections is I want to finalize the cost for the Mexico city trip and then price that like base cost of everything and then set the price. And then once I have the price set, I will be able to open up registration for that and get people enrolled. And it would be really fucking awesome to have all those spots filled by the end of the year. And when does registration open? I don't know yet. It's a surprise. Okay, great. <laughs> no, I really don't know. I'm still working with um, trying to just like, this is the hardest part for me with this, with the eating expedition is figuring out what the average costs are for hotels, apartments, transportation, excursions, food, all of that, because I'm basically having to like estimate all of that. And then mark the cost of the trip higher than that so I can pay myself. Yep. And those numbers are just really hard. I'm just not great with those types of numbers. And so... Well, and this is your first time hosting that particular trip yes. for a group. So right. you are you just have to start somewhere and maybe yeah. you'll lowball it. Maybe you'll highball it a little bit. Like, you know, I just like, I'm so fearful of losing money. Like, I just I can't afford to lose money. So... But that's on my list. I, I am going to like get serious and do more research. And then there's also like the weird, not the weird, but like the perks of tourism, right? When you book a hotel for more people, you usually get a discount for it because you're booking for so many people. So like even figuring those things out. And anyway, but yeah, Q4 projection is to finalize the cost, set the cost of the trip, open registration. All right. Personal Q3 goals uh, was to continue to read two books a month, continue with daily Spanish watercolor paint more and host friends for breakfast <laughs> i did not read two books a month i did read one book a month i read the villa by rachel hawkins and i'm rating that one a three i read pucking around by emily rath which was a behemoth of a book it was like 600 something pages and it was like a smutty hockey romance and like it was just it was a little little too much for me but i powered through it I gave that one a two. And then I read Red, White, and Royal Blue, uh, which I gave four stars. And they turned into a movie on Amazon Prime. And it was really cute. Continue Daily Spanish. Check. I hit my thousand day streak while we were in Mexico City. Amazing. Very exciting. Super so exciting. continuing on with that. And then I don't know where watercolor paint and hosting friends for breakfast came from, but I did neither of those. You really didn't have a lot of downtime. I feel like you were out and about and doing things a lot, which makes it harder to plan for those things. So anyway, good effort I, or like good intention, I guess, but they just weren't priority apparently. So, <laughs> so for Q4, I would love to continue two books a month. I have two books waiting to be picked up at the library. I'm listening to two. I'm reading two books right now and I'm listening to one on audio. It's a lot, but between those five, all I have to do is add one more and then I'll have two books a month. So amazing good for that. Um, continue daily Spanish. That's never going to go away. I don't think. And then I want to have my coffee table book that I mentioned in my weekly report. I want to have one of them published and sitting on my coffee table by the end of the year. And then I'm going to take the last two weeks of the year off at least. Ooh, what are you going to do? I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. I just liked the novelty of it. And I was like, yeah, let me take two years off. I also, I feel like I've been working so much the last three weeks, like Mexico City up until yesterday. Today, I've not been doing much, but Mexico City until yesterday, I feel like I have been 
grinding and I'm ready to not be grinding. And so the idea of taking two weeks off just feels real good. I love it. It's something to look forward to. And then you just have that time and you can do whatever the fuck you want in it. Yeah. yeah. And also the way the holidays fall this year, it's very awesome. I like Christmas, I think is on, Christmas is on Monday. So it's like, you might as well just like cross off the end of the year. Heck yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is really nice. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to my parents' house and bake some cookies. That's what I want to do and watch the holiday. Me and my mom love the holiday. All right. Your turn. How did your Q3 go? What are you hoping to do for Q4? Okay. Q3 was good. I feel like despite the economy and just a little bit of slowness, so that's where, like, maybe it's not a full-on recession by definition, but it's definitely the economy is, like, in a downturn, and that's hard. So we feel that at my group practice a little bit. It's a little slower. We're going to talk about Nourished first, um, and I know other people have been feeling it, too. So, again, we have a podcast episode on this. Just want to normalize it. I think it's going to get better, and I'm excited for that. But a lot of my goals for the quarter were very broad and not specific very intentionally um because i was feeling like i'm just not in a pushing mode at all and so for nourished my three things were lean into leadership delegate the shit out of things i need to not be doing and stabilize so for leaning into leadership i put that as green i had really hard conversations last month um i feel like i'm really owning being the ceo of this company and being the visionary and driving where we need to go And knowing that that's an important job, and if that's my only job in Nourished, that is valid. So I'm feeling very good about that. My other two kind of come along with that. So number two, delegate the shit out of things I need to not be doing. I made it yellow because it's an ongoing process. And I'm on the right track, but it's just not complete. It's really complicated to delegate and try to get to the point where you're just running the business for your group practice. And so... I think it's going to take probably another six months till I feel that that is executed. And by that, do you mean like having other people in positions where if there's something happening with the business, they would be able to go to those other people and not you or like what? Yes. In what the dating that you're currently doing that you should not be doing? I am currently still a point person for some client issues that come up and for onboarding new employees. Mm. And I really want my team to feel empowered to do that. Gotcha. I want to run the business. I want to be the person talking about business things, growth, strategy, that kind of stuff, not in the day-to-day business stuff. Yeah. And so it just takes time. And then number three is to stabilize. And when I say stabilize, I mean my team feels really good about their caseloads. We're having a steady stream of referrals. That one's yellow. Um, Stabilizing is just a consistent struggle for businesses in this economy. Like there's so many outside forces that can affect your stability. So we are stable and it'd be great for people to feel like their numbers are where they want them to be fully. And so I'm basically building on all of this for Q4. Number one is to stabilize. We're really going to ramp up marketing efforts, really make sure our systems are efficient for getting clients onboarded, 
really doing our due diligence with benefit checks for insurance and making sure there's no discrepancy because the last thing that we want to do is put clients in a place where if they are thinking their visits are covered, then they get a bill from insurance and they're like, what the fuck? That's totally valid. Part of that also is continue to fine tune our standard operating procedures and writing up how to run the freaking business so that if something were to ever happen to me or someone needed to step in for whatever reason, or if we were to ever sell, we have a full on book somebody can take and Mm -hmm. run with. Mm -hmm. It is a big project. We have so many Google Docs everywhere with like standard operating procedures, but it's just not in the neat, concise way that I want it to be where it's a catch-all, run your business with this. One document. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're starting that process this Friday, Caitlin, our practice manager and I, to really find, like just clean up our Google Drive in general to see what the fuck we even have and then to get ready to execute that. So I'm really excited. That's very exciting. I want having stuff like that in place. Like it's a big project, but it's also it's it's nice to like work towards something where you're like, this is all going to be nice and pretty and tied up in a bow by the end of it. Yes. And it needs to be prioritized. We've been pushing it off a long time because life and it just happens. So I'm excited to like hunger down and do it. Yeah. And then the last thing for Nourish Colorado is do some visionary planning for 2024. What is our growth going to be? What positions do we need? Do we have all the right people in the right seat and really tightening our policies? And it all kind of ties together with standard operating procedures, stabilizing. And so nursed, we're not going to grow as in higher next quarter. And I'm okay with that. We're just going to focus on our current team and feels good. All right. Values driven group. This one is exciting. Okay. So Last quarter, I had three things. Tidy up the back end of my notes and my CRM, which is a customer relationship manager. Green, got that done. Looks good. I feel very organized. I feel like my systems run smooth and I'm very happy with it and super excited. Um, I said I was going to pitch myself to three to five podcasts. I made it yellow and I only pitched myself to one and I never heard back. So I think I got a little discouraged and also I'm just in a little bit of a time constraint right now. My time is pretty booked and I'm just like, okay, I like our podcast and talking on our podcast and I need to be more strategic with figuring out who to pitch myself to and why I'm doing it and if I'm selling anything. So I want to think that one through more. Um, And then number three was to restart my newsletter, which is still red. I did not restart the newsletter. You're working on some stuff for me. And I'm hoping with getting all of that evened out, then I can maybe push that to next next quarter as well as part of my my launching of things. Um, hey, you know what happens though? I had newsletter or email marketing in my projections for three months. They were read every time. And then I hired a copywriter. So you're on your third month, Missy. If this is read next time, time to delegate. <laughs> I need to reach out to Kendall. <laughs> um, that's a really excellent point. Just something okay. to keep in mind. Just something to keep in mind. <laughs> it, it is super fair. And we're all about delegating and figuring that out. And I also think that will make sense with my new offer. So my goals for Q4 of 2023 is no new one-on-one clients. I'm fucking booked. I know you call me out all the time because you're like, Hannah, you literally say this all the time. All the time. But I'm at a point now where I need behind the scenes time to work on my new projects. Mm -hmm. And so I only have six spots 
per week. So 12 people total for regular business coaching. And then I kind of sprinkle in my monthly folks and they're booked. They're fucking booked, 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 booked. I cannot squeeze anybody else in. If you're listening to this and you're like, fuck, I was going to hire you. You can still reach out to me. I just can't schedule you until January unless something happens with somebody, but I really don't think it will. People are very dedicated to their business coaching. And I love that about them. And I love business coaching them. So I am setting a boundary. I cannot take anybody on October, November, or December. It's too busy and I won't be a good business coach. And so January, 2024 is the next time I will take on somebody new. And that feels good. This is accountability. I will be holding you accountable to that. Okay, thanks. Um, Work on new offerings. Oh my freaking God. I'm so excited about this. This started the works of Dreamin' and Schemin' in Mexico City with other things I want to offer group practice owners and business owners. So think money mindset resources, think self-paced courses, think educational webinars, all of that revolved around group practice and business finances. And I'm ready to have the time to sit down and execute some content creation. I'm going to call you out because I love all the new offerings, but there's a lot that you're working on. Mm-hmm. And Q4 is only three months. So what is the one offering that you're going to commit to for quarter four? Okay. Thank you for calling me out because I am feeling overwhelmed with everything <laughs> that I want to do. And I think this leads to my next to do as well. So to be determined, another thing I'm doing for values driven group is planning out 2024 projects. So I'm going to leave it a little bit ominous and those are kind of together of work on new offerings and plan out 2024 because to execute everything that I want to do, you're right. There's no way in hell that's happening in all of October, November, and December because it's not enough time for the quality that I want to provide and the amount of content that I need to create and pull from my brain and pull from my three and a half years of business coaching experience now. So to be determined, we'll talk about it at the end of next quarter of what I was actually able to do, I'll probably start with the lower hanging fruit, like webinars, webinars, and then starting to build out like an outline for the course. Love it. And then with that, I need to get my mailer light shit set up. And so I can get wait lists and things. And when I have that set up and separated out, I will restart my newsletter too. And I'm committing to once a month. News one newsletter a month. I love that on my own. And then Kendall, if you're listening, let's talk. She's great. Would highly recommend her. Okay. Amazing. So those are my businessy things. So my personal goals for last quarter were to read one book a month. I did that. It was very exciting. I read Nomadland, which is about people who are forced to live in an RV or a camper. And it was a very good, written by a journalist, just awesome, insightful information about people who lost everything and made the most of it and capitalized on freedom by living in their vehicles. And I highly recommend the read. It's really good. Can't remember the other two books that I read, (laughs) but I listened to a fuck ton of audiobooks, So I know I at least got one a month. One was Financial Feminist. I do remember that. I also listened to Jenna Kutcher's book, How Are You Really? And I had a book for book club. It was... Romantic comedy, maybe? Yes. Yes. It was. So, I remember mentioning that one. I feel good about all of that. And number two was to go on many van trips, which I did. 
We went to Yellowstone and Tetons for two weeks. We went on a trip to Crested Butte. We went to Twin Lakes, which is in Leadville, and other weekend trips that I just can't remember. We had so many adventures in the van, and it was awesome. And my number three was Lean Into Spanish. I marked it yellow because I feel like there's just never enough time. <laughs> and I I had like a, a moment with my Spanish tutor this week where I was just like, am I even learning anything? Am I getting better? And he was just talking about how hard it is to learn Spanish when you're not speaking it every day and immersed in it. And like, I'm exactly where I need to be. Like, he was very kind and like, He's like, yes, you're learning. Yes, this is a normal pace. You got this. Yeah. So I'm going to continue that goal. And bonus was lean into working when I'm working and when I'm not, I'm not. And I marked that as green. I would say 90% of the time, this is true. I felt the last couple of days, whenever I was just overstimulated, I was seeking stimulation and I would stay on my computer a little too long instead of just shutting it off, like pretending to work. So I'm calling myself on that. But for the most part, I really did lean into that and that felt awesome. Woo! And then oh, this is so exciting for my personal goals for Q4. I am planning to take a two month trip to Mexico with my partner. We're super excited about that. I'll give the TLDR cause I'm sure I'll talk about it again. We've like finalized the details and it feels so good. We're going to Northern Mexico and the beach in Northern Mexico. And then we're going to go down to another beach in more Southwest. No, Northeast Southwest. Yes. Southwest Mexico. And then we're going to cross over to Mexico city and we're going to go to a little lake town near Mexico city. And then we're going to go, well, I'm going to fly back to the States for the holidays. And then we're going to go to Utah for a ski trip. And that leads to my next personal to do, which is I turned 30 in December. It's my golden birthday, 30 on the 30th of December. Golden birthday. Golden birthday. I'm taking the last week of the year off and I've never done that. I tried to do it last year and it just, I still worked somehow. And so I'm setting the boundary and doing a ski tour with my partner and our dogs in Utah and not working. And that'll be the last leg of our two month trip amazing what a perfect way to close out the end of the year is your golden birthday in utah mm-hmm. after a two-month trip to mexico where i plan to like fuck around on the beach and do a lot of surfing and fun things and, and fully immerse yourself in spanish fully immerse myself in spanish and then also have the visionary time i want for content creation heck yeah i'm here for it And then lastly, for weight-inclusive innovators, our intentions and measurables for Q3 was to run the accountability club for our third quarter, which, check, we did. Host our first Mexico City trip, check, we did. And crushed it. Woo! And crushed it. Fine-tune systems for podcast production and the accountability club. We didn't do too much for podcast production, but we definitely got some solid systems in place for the accountability club, which feels really good. And then bring on another team member for behind-the-scenes support. Jessica joined our team. She is crushing it. We are so thankful to have her. Yay. Shout out to Jessica. And also, as always, shout out to Caitlin, who helps us keep this thing going as well. And shout out to us, because we were talking before the podcast how we always do the things for weight-inclusive innovators, but it's because we set really realistic goals because we know it's our side hustle. But we are hoping to grow it in 2024. So we're going to focus on 
that for fourth quarter this year, our intentions are to run the accountability club, which check, we're getting that going. We're all systemized and ready to execute. We also are planning our 2024 group admincation, and we want to get that out with enough time for people to plan. And we also want to have a personal admincation too. Morgan and I decided a good cadence for us is probably one where it's just us once a year and then one as a group. So putting that out in the universe so you can like plant the seed to look out for the group one. Yes. And we also want to work on our strategy for monetizing the business more. So our podcast is currently free, free to listen to. And we also have a good listener pool. And we love that. Thank you guys. And we want to bring in sponsors who are values aligned and who we know it would be helpful for our listeners to hear from. Also, if you don't want to listen to them, you can just skip them as we all do. We all do. (laughs) So we want to figure out ways to monetize this more so that we can put more of our effort and time into it because we both love talking shop so much. Yeah. And feel like we have a lot to offer. So yeah. I mean, we've been doing this for almost two years now. Talking crazy. And we haven't monetized it at all other than like the handful of y'all that like buy us coffee sporadically throughout the year, which we're all we love. thankful for. Thank yes, we're very thankful for those. Um, but it's one of those things where like we love doing the podcast and in order for it to be as sustainable as we want it to be, like we also need to monetize it and trying to figure out a way to do that. Yeah, that is like values aligned is just something that we're going to continue to talk about in Q4. You heard it here. What we did last quarter, what we're doing next quarter. We would love for you to have your own version of this if you want to send it to us. Or if you're part of the accountability club, we work that into our programming. So consider joining us next time if you are not already in our club. Thanks for listening to the Weight Inclusive Innovators pod. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our podcast and add us to the queue every week. Please leave us a rating and review and share with a friend to help us reach more weight inclusive business owners who could use support and pep talks. See you next week. Bye.